Welcome to A Brief Chat. I'm Jason Crane. Today is Friday. It's the 31st of July, 2020. Lovely to have you aboard. We'll get to today's poetry in just a moment. But first, a look back at this day in radical history via the Slingshot Collective Day Planner. On this day in 1885, Louis Riel, a Canadian folk hero, made a speech during a treason trial affirming the rights of the Métis people. So today, uh, given that John Ashbery's birthday just passed a few days ago, I thought we would listen to a few poems by John Ashbery. These are taken from a recording at the Living Theater in New York City, September 16th, 1963, and found at the Penn Sound Archive. I'll put links to that in the show notes. Without any further ado, here is John Ashbery. Uh, I'll read first some uh, recent poems and then poems from two books, uh, Some Trees and the Tennis Court Oath. Hey, wait a minute. Uh, the first one is called Rivers and Mountains. On a secret map the assassins cloistered, the Moon River was marked near the 18 peaks and the city of humiliation and defeat one ending of the trail among dry papery leaves, great brown quills like thoughts in the melodious but vast mass of today's writing through fields and swamps marked on the map with little bunches of weeds. Certainly squirrels lived in the woods, but devastation and dull sleep still hung over the land, quelled the rioters turned out of sleep in the peace of prisons, singing on marble factory walls, Deaf consolation of minor tunes that pack the air with invisible heavy rods, pent in some sand valley from which only quiet walking ever instructs. The bird flew over and sat. There was nothing else to do. Do not mistake its silence for pride or strength, or the waterfall for a harbor full of light boats that is there, performing for thousands of people in clothes, some with places to go or games. Sometimes over the pillar, with square stones, its impact makes a light print. So going around cities to get to other places, you found it all on paper, but the land was made of paper, processed to look like ferns, mud, or other, whose sea unrolled its magic distances and then rolled them up. Its secret was only a pocket, after all, but some corners are darker than these moonlit nights spent as on a raft in the seclusion of a melody heard as though through trees and you can never ignite their touch long but there were homes flung far out near the asperities of a sharp rocky pinnacle and other collective places shadows of vineyards whose wine tasted of the forest floor fisheries and oyster beds tides under the pole seminaries of instruction public places for electric light and the major tax assessment area wrinkled on the plan of election to public office. 62 years old, bath and breakfast, the formal traffic, shadows to make it not worth joining after the ox had pulled away the cart. Your plan was to separate the enemy into two groups with the razor-edged mountains between. It worked well on paper, but their camp had grown to be the mountains and the map, carefully peeled away and not torn, was the light, a tender but tough bark on everything. Fortunately, the war was solved in another way, 
by isolating the two sections of the enemy's navy so that the mainland warded away the big floating ships. Light bounced off the ends of the small gray waves to tell them in the observatory about the great drama that was being won, to turn off the machinery and quietly move among the rustic landscape, scooping snow off the mountains, rinsing the coarser ones that love had slowly risen in the night to overflow, wetting pillow and petal, determined to place the letter on the unassassinated president's desk so that a stamp could reproduce all this in detail down to the last autumn leaf and the affliction of June ride slowly out into the sun-blackened landscape. They dream only of America. They dream only of America to be lost among the 13 million pillars of grass. This honey is delicious, though it burns the throat. And hiding from darkness in barns, they can be grown-ups now, and the murderer's ashtrays more easily, the lake, a lilac cube. He holds a key in his right hand. Please, he asked willingly. He is 30 years old. That was before we could drive hundreds of miles at night through dandelions. When his headache grew worse, we stopped at a wire filling station. Now he cared only about signs. Was the cigar a sign? And what about the key? He went slowly into the bedroom. I would not have broken my leg if I had not fallen against the living room table. What is it to be back beside the bed? There is nothing to do for our liberation except wait and the horror of it, and I am lost without you. A Life Drama. Incidentally, this is the title of a poem by the 19th century Scottish poet Alexander Smith, one of the members of the spasmodic school. <laughs> that, but it ha this has nothing to do with the poem. <laughs> Hope. Yellow curtains are in fashion, murk plectrum, fatigue and smoke of nights, and recording of piano and factory, of the hedge, the woods, stained by water running over, factory is near, workers near the warmth of their nights, and plectrum, factory of cigar, the helium burned all but the man, and the child, the heart, moron, headed slum, woods coming back, the sand, lips, hips, the sand poured away over the slum and the fountain, man and child, cigar and palace, sand and hips, the factory and the palace, like we vote, the man and the rose, the man is coming back, take the rose, and scoot over car door back into pulp, the race reads print, trees, the man races to the print, the child and the rose and the cigar are there at the edge of the fountain, the bath of the mountains in a way, the factory to be screwed onto palace, the workers happy, lost memory, lost mess, happy, opium rose, you cheat, you are our face, lost danger, going close to the bowl, you said a word, me. You forgot the piano. It is the one thing that can destroy us. <laughs> the partridges and the wild fowl and the other game hens have gone to their nests near water undisturbed. The sunset stains the water of the lake, plectrum. There are birches in the trees, white with fine black markings like stalks. Tears invade the privacy of private lives in the house overlooking the park, 
The piano is seldom mute. The plectrum on the lawn vanishes. Tears invade the jealousy of the regent's bosom, walking at twilight by the path that leads to the factory, the floor a pool. When the cigar explodes, the tears a fifth time of the workers pulling down the boards of the trees, plectrum. Darkness invades the tears exploding in the bosom, walking the little boy, the enormous dog and red ball in the house by the marshes where they gave up, soldiers in blue. The merchant returns, the map shut up. Across the sea, now in another way of life, carrying the food to the edge of the mouth, pausing at the end of the lane, the hips, waiting cigar long ago, plectrum two, three, before killing, after coming so far, day declines jealousy, jealously in the house by the park. Under the mill, the child falls asleep on a chalk breast. And those were poems read by John Ashbery on September 16th, 1963. Check the show notes for links to the complete reading and lots of other things from Pen Sound. I am looking for more poets to be featured on Poetry Fridays. You can send your poems to jason at abriefchat.com. Jason at abriefchat.com. Just send me a couple poems so I can check out your work, and then I will send you instructions for giving me a recording. Meanwhile, you can become a member of A Brief Chat at abriefchat.com. Once you're there, you'll also find a link to all the previous episodes of Poetry Fridays. You can also find the show's new YouTube channel by clicking on ABC on YouTube. If you are a member, you'll hear from me again tomorrow. If not, it'll be Monday. I hope you have a fabulous weekend. I love you. A better world is possible, but we have a lot of work to do. <laughs>